Welcome to Swell Radio, RFUA, radio for unsigned artists. RFUA is here to unite the listening audience, unsigned and undeveloped musical talent with well-known and established music industry contacts. Get ready to join members of the San Diego-based musical group SLED for a journey celebrating rock and roll music both past, present, and future. This is Swell Radio, RFUA, on The Answer San Diego. Gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, Saturday night, 10th of July, 2021. It's friggin' hotter than you know what here in Southern California. Welcome to Swell Radio RFUA tonight. We have a legendary original lead vocalist from the band Dream Theater, Mr. Charlie Dominici, in the studio with us before we get to all that. The Aussie Swell Music Minute and, you know, the sled track. Before we get to all that, like I said, my name's Peter DeLuke. My name is Dino DeLuke. My name's Kerry Rothman. And that means I'm Swell Aussie. My name is Charlie Dominici. There's Charlie Dominici right in the house, y'all. Yeah, it's going to be a fun night, man. Grab the carvoise, the Hennessy, throw another stick on that fire pit outside, even though it's boiling hot out. Fill the keg up, man. It's time to party with all of us. On AM 1170, FM 96.1 on the answer. You just need to get some beer or something, man. KCBQ San Diego, Swell Radio, RFU. We'll be right back. There's more Swell Radio, RFUA, radio for unsigned artists. On the answer, San Diego. For all your legal needs, Arena Law Group, 2732 Fifth Avenue, San Diego, California, 92103. All aspects of criminal law from DUI, domestic violence, drug charges, homicide, and even all your civil litigation needs. Albert Arena, over 35 years of trial experience in San Diego County. Arena Law Group, 619-231-3100. Again, 619-231-3100. Albert Arena, he won't let you down. Swell Radio would like to thank our sponsors. Vox Direct, Brock Scott Photography, Brenniger Chiropractic, Always Metal Auto and Metal Recycling, Last Day's Tattoo, Mary's Donuts, Lakeside, Ramona Main Stage Theater, Rock and Roll San Diego, Conlin Digital Media, and the Arena Law Group. Without their sponsorship, our show would not be possible. This is Mitch Perry, and you're listening to Swell Radio, RFUA, with my good friends from SLED. Welcome back to RFUA Swell Radio, radio for unsigned artists. On The Answer, San Diego. Well, it's July, party animals. Welcome back to Swell Radio, RFUA. This week, we got a monster lead vocalist, a New York bad boy. He was the original singer in Dream Theater. Let's rock to the track, School of Pain. Take it away, Todd.
Swell Radio, RFUA. Yeah, baby. That was School of Pain by Mr. Charlie Dominici, former lead vocalist for Dream Theater, and he's in the studio. Let's give him a round of applause, guys. Yeah, hey. Charlie. That was sick. bad to the bone, That's man. sick, man. That's School sick. of Pain was bad to the bone, I, man. I, I want to ask Charlie a couple. So, Charlie, t- tell us, first of all, I think you called the Project Dominici. Is that correct? Yeah, that, you know, the label, I had a licensing deal with uh, Century Records. At the time, it was um, it had a different name, Inside Out. Okay. That, yeah. Yeah, and um, they wanted to call it Charlie Dominici. I'm like, no, man, that's like egotistical. You know, so let's, Dominici, yeah. I always thought that was... I always thought that was like a, a name, like with your big pillars. Yeah, yeah good name. And when I was a kid, they called me Diminici. Like, yeah, of Diminici. course they did. Diminici. They never got it right. They didn't have a problem phonetically. They, with, with the Italian names, it's a lot of times it's phonetic, and they don't really understand that. People, yeah. tell us about the musicianship in the band. If you well, you know, know, I was, I was, uh, I had met with Portnoy. I had done, I had started to do this Can project. I had started to do this project. Uh, I did the first thing by myself. I didn't have a band. And I was talking to Mike over at a gig that they were Dream Theater was playing in California. Uh, that place, uh, I forget the name of it, but there's a dinner theater kind of thing, um, just a little north of um, of La Mesa. Uh, I forget the name of it. But anyway, he says, "Why don't you just go on that Dream Theater cover band site?" And I said, "I don't want a Dream Theater cover band. You know, I'm, I want to do my own thing, right?" So uh, I actually took his advice and and put an ad, and I, and I was getting ads from people all over the country, all over the world, Australia, Japan different musicians. I can't bring these guys together. If they hate each other, it'll cost me a fortune if it doesn't click. What, you know, I was just about to give up and I got a package from Sardinia of this band, a full band with the singer wasn't into it. And the guys that were the musicians, two brothers and then a keyboard and a, and a, and a, um, and a bass player. I went there. I didn't speak a word of their language. They spoke French and Italian. I didn't speak at the time a few words. And I spoke English. They didn't speak any of that. So we let the music do the talking. I had written most of the part two already. That School of Pain you just heard, I wrote that on acoustic guitar. That's why it has that acoustic guitar sound to it. Don't, don't, dang, don't, dang. Like, kind of like a Sandman or whatever that song is by Metallica. Tell us about the musician. Who are the guys in the band? Well, the, the, two, the two brothers are um, Jan Mellard and Brian Mellard. They're actually from Switzerland. Nice. And, and the bass player at the time was Rick, Ricardo. He was the only one uh, that was from, actually Italian, from, from Sardinia, which is where I found these guys. In the middle of nowhere, this little island, you know, just above Sicily. And, um, and the keyboard player, Americo Rigoldo, was a, a 100% Peruvian. He was adopted as a baby, and then he's brought up by an Italian parent. So, you know, that, those were the guys. And uh, we, we just went and practiced a, a set because I had gotten called. We did the album this before I got called to do some uh, shows with Dream Theater. And we did the album, and it was really quite impressive to the label. When I handed them the, de- the master, they said, Oh, that's great, man. I said, well, I'm ready to go do part three. They said, you write part three of it? It's not one word, <laughs> not one note, one word. I want to go sleep in the studio and write it because I felt it was the only way to outdo what we did in part two, which I thought was pretty good. And um, I think we got there. <laughs> and I told him the only one condition, I have to produce it. Said, oh, our producer in Germany, I said, he can be co-producer, but I have to have final Right. That's course. why all of a sudden it sounds like big. Yeah, yeah. What you just heard is like kind of midi. Absolutely but when I On part three, uh, there's one song that we're going to play yeah. later, Liquid Lightning. That's my production. I think Swell Ozzy wanted to get to a couple of questions. Oz, hit up Charlie. Go ahead, man. Hey, Charlie, I know since you've left Dream Theater, you've released three of these amazing albums with your self-named progressive metal band. Tell our listeners something about them. Who was the band behind you? Who produced them? That sort of thing. Well, like I said, um, the guys in the band found them in Sardinia. But the first album was I didn't have a band, so it was just all me. If you look at that CD, it's unplugged, completely unplugged. I didn't even do one overdub guitar, not one overdub on the on the vocal, no harmonies, just a little harmonica. Did you guys record all that in Sardinia? Uh, actually, part one I recorded in La Mesa in a closet. Oh, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> that's crazy. I didn't even have a punch in it. I had to play everything all the way through. That's freaking amazing. Yeah. Charlie, who was the producer on those? Well, the producer was on part two. I produced part one. Producer on part two was a, was a, a staff producer for Inside Out, uh, Marcus Teske. And then part three, I insisted that I produce and he could be co-producer, but I had the final say. I personally think part three is the way it should have sounded all along, big and fat. He's going, you can't do that. I said, just watch me. <laughs> you know, the kick drum bumping in your chest. You know, well, that's, big, a, that's the amazing thing about being a musician. When you work with a producer, sometimes, you know, they'll tell you, well, you got to do it like this. Yeah. And, you know, and then, but then some of us, we have our own visions and our own way of things. Well, God, you know. Charlie, I mean, you worked with Terry Date on the first Dream Theater record, who's oh every Soundguard record, oh, yeah. Pantera yeah. record. Terry that guy Dade. did everything, man, you know, and yeah. you weren't real thrilled with it. Were well, you? Terry cut his teeth on Dream Theater. The only thing he had done before that was Metal Church. 
And so he was still learning. You know, you got to give him credit for that. But I and I was still learning too. I didn't really know I should come out fully with my voice. So a lot of between those the two of us, we had my voice sounding like a little mouse was singing. But as I learned more and he learned more, we all learned I mean, more. I mean, honestly, boss, you're like uh, right in the right in the realm of like Halford Tate and all those heavy voices, there's, there's man. A song you know? on, there's a song on part two where everybody says, you sound like Rob Halford. Under this. He came into my cell today and offered me a deal. <laughs> so no, you know, I mean, you, you know what's cool about that? We're going to get to two tracks here coming up. The first one's going to be The Dream and the second one's going to be Liquid Lightning. On Swell Radio, RFUA with Charlie Dominici.
the skipping stones And when I asked them to explain They cried, leave us alone Charlie Dominici. You know what? We're going to get to more of that in a little bit. That's Charlie Soul. In a few minutes, back here on Swell Radio. Don't go anywhere, you guys. We'll be right back after Station Identification. There's more Swell Radio, RFUA, radio for unsigned artists. On The Answer, San Diego. Swell Radio would like to thank our sponsors. Vox Direct, Brock Scott Photography, Brenniger Chiropractic, Always Metal Auto and Metal Recycling, Last Day's Tattoo, Mary's Donuts, Lakeside, Ramona Main Stage Theater, Rock and Roll San Diego, Conlin Digital Media, and the Arena Law Group. Without their sponsorship, our show would not be possible. Vox Direct recognizes the challenges of COVID-19 for small businesses and to help you stay connected with your customers, they're offering special versions of their advanced voice and text marketing services completely free. You heard that correctly, completely free during the COVID-19 outbreak. Now that we're all working from home, you can turn on group cell phones and make a unified phone system. There's text marketing and voice all in one platform, virtual receptionist, two virtual extensions, and a toll-free number for your business. Text important messages to your customers and employees. Customers can reply directly to your messages. Unlimited keywords, subscribers, and list. Easy-to-use templates and unlimited inbound calls and texts. This special support package will be provided for free with no strings attached and no credit cards required throughout the duration of the pandemic. Call today for more information. 1-844-800-7154. That's 1-844-800-7154. That's right, Jimmy's Famous Restaurant, Santee, California. 9635 Mission Gorge Road, long-running eatery and sports bar, serving American comfort food in a casual diner-like atmosphere. Jimmy's Famous Restaurant and Sports Bar, 619-448-8994. That's 619-448-8994. 
Remember, Jimmy's Famous Restaurant, Santee, California. Hey, it's Andrew from Rewind on Swell Radio, RFUA, rocking from Mexico. And we're all good friends with Sled. Let's have it out. Welcome back to RFUA Swell Radio, radio for unsigned artists. On The Answer, San Diego. Saturday evening, the 10th of July. Hope you guys had a great and safe 4th of July. Back with our brother, Charlie Dominici. And we're going to get into another track in a second. But, Charlie, let's talk about um, Liquid Lightning, which is going to be the track we're going to play. That's from your... If if everybody's awake now after that dream song put them to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't have a band yet, so what are you going to do? It's badass. It worked, dude. You know, we got the just the you and the harmonica. It's cool, man. Yeah. I wish Bob Dylan would give me a call and say, hey, I like what you (laughs) did. So let's talk about, now you talked about the trilogy and Liquid Lightning's off part three of the Dominici uh, CD. Talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's actually a concept trilogy. It's not a concept album. It's three concept albums, all one concept. A lot of, a lot of the fans would s- send me email, hey, dude, after three years, it's been out three years, I just realized this is, this is a story. You know, listen to the words. But if you listen to the words or read the words through all three, it's a story, which I have now written a screenplay, right, 112-page screenplay yeah. that I'm going to shop soon, trying to get it made. Everybody says, this should be a movie. This should be a movie. I think it should be a movie. And, That's um, fantastic. So man. when I did part three, I, I got control, and I was able to do, be the producer myself. So you'll notice the difference in the sound from part two. Yeah, I, we were talking a little <laughs> earlier. You got to work with Terry Date. Uh, yeah, before yeah. Terry's a Terry was just cutting his teeth, man. He had only done uh, Metal Church before that, maybe a few other things. And we all learn as we grow, you know. Well, he has a phenomenal reputation as being one of the top rock producers. Around. I guess he Terry made it up there, yeah. Oh, time. man, with yeah. Pantera and oh, Soundgarden. Uh, yeah, yeah, he could retire just off those yeah. two bands, man, you know. Ah, uh, they'll never get anywhere. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, there's a lot of, say that about a lot the of great producers in that cat. I, I always loved myself, and not that's not Terry in any way, but Brendan O'Brien's always been one of my, oh, I love Brendan. He it cracks just, me up so when I heard When I heard him do the Corrosion Conformity stuff, you know, I was like blown away. Which one? Brendan O'Brien, he produced yeah, Corrosion Conformity. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's on a oh, yeah, Brendan O'Brien. So I think we're going to do another track here, and uh, Dino, go ahead. Let's talk about it. From the Trilogy 3, Liquid Lightning, produced by Mr. Charlie Dominici. Let's rock the house, brother. Make it happen. In my bones I thought I saw him vanishing into a 
Track is Liquid Lightning. Yeah, man. Dominici, the Trilogy 3. Liquid Charlie Lightning. Dominici in the studio. Let's go back to the beginning with Charlie Dominici, where it all began. So, back to the beginning. So, no, so you were growing up in the five towns. Were you born in Brooklyn and growing up in the five towns? How old were you when you first got into a band? Who were the guys? What were you doing? Who were your influences? That kind of thing. My mom used to sing to me when I was a baby. It had to be you. It had to be you. Mm-hmm. I got a theory, tre- uh, tre- uh, learning experience from that. Cole Porter, uh, Bernstein, uh, you know, Rogers and Hammerstein, you know. Um, all the show guys. tune people. Yeah, yeah, like stuff like that. And, you know, and, and she'd sing me songs that were like all like real well-written songs, more than three chords, that's for sure. So, so the music uh, influences <laughs> from mom. Progress, yeah, mom was the biggest influence. And she had a great voice. And she would have been somebody, but I mean, I had a real ignorant, uh, my grandfather, Charlie Amato, my na- who I'm named after. They my, had an uncle who owned a record label, and he asked to go and make, make uh, her uh, a big star, and she would have been too. He goes, oh, go ahead. She'll stay home and do the dishes. She's 16 years old. All right, so you grew up so in five, born, of, born in Brooklyn, grew up in the five towns. Brooklyn. How old were you when, you when you got in your first band? What, 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 I, who were your first band, I was about 12 years old. I uh, got into a band. These guys were a little bit more uh, progressive than me. The, the keyboard player was, he turned me out to Dave, Dave Brubeck, you know, cool. and that kind of stuff. So I st- it was called The Rogues. And my brother, my older brother, who's passed away, he was an artist. He drew a picture for the bass drum. It was a, a rogue guy with long hair. And don't forget, this is 1963. Yeah. You know? And um, yeah, I'm giving away my age now, girls. I usually don't tell people my age until I want to get rid of them. It's <laughs> funny, because my dad played with Brubeck. Did he? Yeah. You, played you, out you know everybody. No, Paul amazing. Desmond. Was, I met this guy in a, in a Taco Bell. I was just like, you're a musician, aren't you? Like 21 so years ago, we met. Yes, man. that's amazing. And, and we found out what each other had done. We just like we were actually, friends. we, Carrie, Pete, and I were working with Petrelli up at Paramount. Weren't you friends and with I, Kenny Loggins at the time? You had some picture of Kenny Loggins on the wall. I think I remember that. Huh. Vaguely. My friend was uh, the light guy and uh, one of the management people for Kenny Loggins. Steve Durst. Right. Durst. Yeah, we all yeah. know. We all have the same uh, circle of friends, and some of us sure. have made it big. I mean, me, I'm not. I'm 
I'm, I'm, I'm into film now. I wrote a screenplay that I'm trying to push with the, the, the three trilogy, O3 trilogy. But when I was 18, Carly Simon sang at my birthday party. She was nobody. I had a record deal. Oh, that's unbelievable. Oh, awesome. Yeah, billion so let's old. talk about the first record deal, the first band, Dream Theater, correct? You were the original one. That original. was not my first record deal, but it, was, it certainly wasn't my first band. Right. And, you know, I've been in many bands. So t- let's talk about that. You were a part of the Reformation. You were part of the I was part of Dream Theater when it was Majesty. I joined the band when it was Majesty. And um, then we got the, la- the record deal. Of course, they do a trademark search. They found some guy in California owned the name Majesty. So we, we couldn't use it. So uh, we had already done the album cover with the, the guy getting branded with an M. So I went and made uh, a logo secretly of all the letters of my last name. But the logo that's been on 25 albums from Dream Theater has been that logo. And we changed that brand to that logo. Mike Portner has the original that was used in the photos. And we, 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 we just didn't have a – we changed it because we got the new name, Dream Theater, through Mike's dad who left a message on an answering machine. Hey, I've been to this movie theater, and, and the name sounds like it's something you should use. The name of the movie theater is Dream, the Dream Theater. And we were like, that's the name in the band. So we became Dream Theater. Who were the members at the time? Uh, well, the only members that aren't in there now would be myself and, and Kevin Moore. Um, was keyboard player Ke- original keyboard yeah. player yeah, so John, right. John 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 Petrucci John Myung um, and Mike Portnoy the three originals now Portnoy is not in the band anymore right but um, you want to tell us the story about when he filled in for uh, the Reverend Jimmy you know you know I think he made a huge mistake and the mistake wasn't so much leaving a band with over 100 million Avenged fans worldwide Sevenfold, right? he was working yeah. he, he was filling he was, in for he Avenged. was asked to fill in for the Rev but what he didn't realize, he was talking on the radio and he said, you know, he's, he's in the band now. And, man, you don't do that with the band. Those guys grew up together. He should have gone to them and said, listen, I'll, no, I'll never fill the Rev's shoes, but, you know, I'll do my best to, to represent him. You know, and he probably would have got that gig, but he didn't get the gig because of that. Pissed, pissed them off. Then he went back because he had originally told Dream Theater he was going to take a – he wanted the band to take a five-year break. Yeah, okay. And um, they, they had already started auditioning drummers. I said, sorry, Mike. But Mike's, you know, Mike's a beautiful guy, man. He really is a heartfelt guy, and he's made a couple. We all make mistakes, but he did. He made the best of it. He's been in other things since then. Oh, the winery, I, the winery I predict, dongs took. I off predict he's going to be the drummer in the band again. Oh, I, I agree yeah, with you. He will be. N- nothing against uh, Mike Mangini. Mike Mangini's a great drummer. By the way, I, I think I just read some. He's a new drummer in Sons of Apollo. Is he not? Yeah, yeah. Portnoy's he, he been in Sons of from, Apollo. Uh, Mike Mangini with Jeff Scott. So no, Portnoy's oh, in this other band with he's in so Bumblefoot. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Scott Soto. Wine Dogs. He's done so many Billy things. Sheehan. Yeah. Derek Sherinian. He's, that's what he's doing Derek now. Sherinian. Yeah, pretty, pretty well, that makes sense. And Portnoy. That makes yeah. sense. That's and when scene. they need a singer, my number is 619. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jeff Scott Soto is the guy that does the, uh, he does the Trans-Siberian Orchestra without. Right, 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 We know right. Jeff. With yeah, our Al Petrelli buddy. And speaking of singing, you know, when I got that gig, I knew I had to sing out of my range. As you hear in School of Pain, I can go really well. Yeah, low. but what you're doing on about Trilogy three kills, man. Thank you. I've got three octaves, but that that high octave—that's tough work for me, man. Okay, I so you're, work. you're working. Work. So you, you're okay. We're gonna we gotta we gotta wrap it up before we get to that. You are working on a screenplay, and you're currently shooting. Yeah, I got a screenplay it. written already. It's 112 pages. I did it with two. I think Ozzy got a question for him. Swell, Ozzy, you got another question for Charlie? Charlie, Ozzie. I was just gonna ask you. Yes, sir. Right here, Charlie. What's coming up for you next? Could you see yourself perhaps working with Mike Portnoy or any of the Dream Theater guys in a, in a project or anything along those lines? I'm supposed to meet this extraterrestrial ship and be abducted for a while. <laughs> but when, when, when I come back, hopefully the Earth will still be here. Uh, I, I really like Elon Musk. I, I mean, I'd like to hang out with him. I sent him an email saying, "I'll work for you. You don't have to pay me, and I'll entertain you when I'm not working." I, I'm in the car business 20 years. I can help you sell Teslas. I love it. And I, I can, I, I'm a spaceman. I'm, you know, I'll be an astronaut if you want. If Elon Musk is listening, please give me a call. Charlie, it's been great. We're going to have Charlie stick around in the studio. Thanks a lot. Carrie, take it away. Swell Radio, RFUA. Carrie, hope you're enjoying your Saturday night. We got Charlie Dominici of Dream Theater in the house. Ozzy's Music Minute in the Sled Track of the Week right here on Swell Radio, RFUA. Yeah. There's more Swell Radio, RFUA, radio for unsigned artists. On The Answer, San Diego. For all your tattoo and piercing needs, make sure you check out Last Day's Tattoo, 4919 Newport Avenue, San Diego, California, 92107. That's Ocean Beach, California. Call John or any of his wonderful artists. Piercing, tattoo, anything. 619 546 51 That's 619 
646-5150. Last Day's Tattoo. Swell Radio would like to thank our sponsors. Vox Direct, Brock Scott Photography, Brenniger Chiropractic, Always Metal Auto and Metal Recycling, Last Day's Tattoo, Mary's Donuts, Lakeside, Ramona Main Stage Theater, Rock and Roll San Diego, Conlin Digital Media, and the Arena Law Group. Without their sponsorship, our show would not be possible. Yeah, this is Dave, and this is Dylan from Rock Boulevard. Yeah. You're listening to Swell Radio, R-F-U-A, and we're here with our friends from Sweat. Yeah. Keep it on this station. Turn it up. Rock and roll forever with our good friends from Sled, yo. Welcome back to RFUA Swell Radio, radio for unsigned artists on The Answer San Diego. Swell Radio, RFUA, we're going to throw it to the Ozman, the segment that we talk about, Swell Ozzy's Music Minute. Take it away, Oz! Welcome to the Swell Ozzy Music Minute. This week, I'm going to look at Rush. They're originally from Canada. The band has had several members, but they're generally known for Geddy Lee, Alec Lifeson, and Neil Peart. 1975, they began their first big tour. They were the opening act for Kiss on their Dress to Kill tour. Fly by Night, 2112, and A Farewell to Kings were their next three albums. By this time, they were headlining arenas in a big way. The 1990s saw the band release counterparts to a huge success. By 1997, the band takes a three-year hiatus from the music business. Rush is known for their superior musicianship, but they're the only band I've ever heard of where the drummer is the primary songwriter. 14 platinum albums, three multi-platinum albums, ranks them behind the Beatles, Aerosmith, and again Kiss for the most platinum albums by a band. They've got a worldwide fan of support that's second to none. The first song they ever released was a cover of Buddy Holly's Not Fade Away. Looking back to 1985, they released Power Windows and Hold Your Fire with Peter Collins producing. These albums placed more emphasis on synthesizer than guitar to the dismay of some fans. Rush has been a heavy road band for a long time, as well as a prolific studio band. 1993 saw them return to more guitar and less synthesizer with the album's counterparts and test for echo. By 1997, the band began another five-year hiatus from the band. That would result in them coming back with Vapor Trails, a huge success for them. By 2013, they entered the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 2015, Alex Lifeson is suffering from severe arthritis, and Neil Peart has tendonitis as a result of their long careers in the music business. 2020, we lost Neil Peart to cancer at the age of 67. At this point, the band says Rush is finished, but Alex Lifeson and Getty Lee will continue to work together in some capacity in the future. We all await to see what happens next. And there you have it, the Swell Aussie Music Minute yeah, on Swell Radio R. All right, we're going to get to the new sled track of the week from the upcoming newly unreleased album, Staring at Screens, Blood Moon.
Brand new sled from the Staring at Screens album. That's Blood Moon. Back with Charlie Dominici. We got maybe another minute or two to go. Hey, Charlie, we want to say thank you for coming in, man. It's thank cool you. when we get a guy who's legendary in music and you hear some of the stuff he's done recently and you just shake your head going, wow, man. So, you know, I mean, having a guy like you and, you know, living close by, we could have you in the studio. We're it's neighbors. Cool. We're neighbors. Yeah. Plus, it's small a, world. It's basically, dude, it was my idea because... Diane ran into Charlie. He saw the sled car a week ago. Yeah. She said, give him my number. I was like, you still around? That's great. I was like, we got to get you on the show. Plus First a, thing plus, I said was, we got to get you on the radio Plus Charlie's show. from the island. Dino and I are from New well, York. Carrie, too. I mean, Car- I mean uh, Ozzy, too. And even Carrie's been in New York so many times, but it doesn't even matter. Matt. So he's, he's a surrogate New Yorker along with us. And it's always fun to get a homeboy in the studio. Yeah, yeah. It brings back memories, too. We can, we can go on forever about you. I know this guy. You know I remember this. Remember that? It's funny. But we're talking about Rat Race Choir, Zebra, oh, yeah. Yeah. Petrelli, you yeah. know, we have a you know, Blue Oyster Cult. The late seventies, early eighties. Twisted man. sister. Twisted sister, man. Yeah. Joe Franco from yep. the Good Rats, you know? Yep. I used to go to a place in Fishkill when I was going to SUNY New Paltz undergrad in the early eighties called Ace and Hole, and we'd see Ace Twisted. In the Remember Ace in the Hole played you played there? So I know you did. I played there when I was during the new wave uh, period of band called you pl- the Radar. You play, co- you play at Cousins in Poughkeepsie? Radar Rangers. And, and Ozzy's favorite place up in Poughkeepsie. What's the name of it, Oz? The Chance. Yeah, The Chance, chance baby. Oh, yeah. Who you know, plugged the for police, The Chance? The police played at The Chance, and it was one of those snowy nights. There was nobody there. It was before Roxanne had just come out. Wow. There were four people in the audience. Can you I imagine? was one of them. Oh, I believe they yeah, came yeah. out and played Bob like the Dylan place was full. Pops in there every couple and, a, of and a DJ heard Roxanne and started playing. Yeah, you lived upstate. So, you know, I mean, you remember the winters, and you live in Poughkeepsie, right? I lived yeah, in Newport. Oh, my goodness. I yep. thought growing up in the city was a lot of snow until I moved up there. It was, it was amazing. Want to say thank you to Charlie Dominici. Yeah, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. My name is Peter DeLuke. My name is Dino DeLuke. My name is Kerry Rothman. And that means I was swell Ozzy. Thank you for spending your Saturday evening with us. Don't forget, we'll be back same bat time, same bat channel next week. AM 1170, FM 96.1. On the answer, Swell Radio. RFUA. We'll see you next time. Good night, San Diego. Sayonara, America. Thank you for joining us for Swell Radio, RFUA, radio for unsigned artists. Join us next week at this same time as the celebration of rock and roll music, both past, present, and future continues. To learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor, visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com. This has been Swell Radio, RFUA, radio for unsigned artists. On The Answer, San Diego. Vox Direct recognizes the challenges of COVID-19 for small businesses and to help you stay connected with your customers, they're offering special versions of their advanced voice and text marketing services completely free. You heard that correctly, completely free during the COVID-19 outbreak. Now that we're all working from home, you can turn on group cell phones and make a unified phone system. There's text marketing and voice at all in one platform, virtual receptionist, two virtual extensions, and a toll-free number for your business. Text important messages to your customers and employees. Customers can reply directly to your messages. Unlimited keywords, subscribers, and list. Easy to use templates and unlimited inbound calls and texts. This special support package will be provided for free with no strings attached and no credit cards required throughout the duration of the pandemic. Call today for more information. 1-844-800-7154. That's 1-844-800-7154.